It's good to have you with us. This is Love Revival, and uh, this one, this episode of Love Revival is going to be in English. As you notice, me speaking English right now. Usually, we have uh, our episodes in my mother tongue, Swedish. And uh, but for you that um, are watching us right now, I just want you to know that we are seated on the main stage of the new wine summer conference in Vänersborg in Sweden. Uh, if you haven't been to this conference, you've got to go here next year because it's a tremendous conference that values the presence of God. There's many, many good summer conferences, so we're not favorizing anything right now, but I can tell you that this conference values the presence of Almighty God. And that's what we're feeling right now. And today we have a guest with us again, someone who's been on Love Revival, uh, actually from this stage last year, 2018, and no other than John E. Thomas. Hey. God bless you, sir. Thank you. It's good to be back. Good to have you back. Yeah. And uh, this is your second time in Sweden, right? No, this no. is like my fifth time in this Sweden. This is your fifth time. Second time at New yeah. Wine. Second time at New, New, yep. New Wine, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I remember last year we were sitting on this stage doing, uh, I believe, one or two episodes. Yeah. And the presence of God was so tangible. It, it was a beautiful time. It was beautiful. Uh, and it was not just, you know, packed into the Love Revival setting, but the whole conference is breathing, His presence, the spirit of prophecy is here. Uh, and as we talked earlier before this show that us just being here is like, receiving a download yeah yeah I believe yeah. heaven I believe all heaven always is open mm -hmm. uh, through Jesus Christ and we're in Christ Jesus and therefore heaven is open but sometimes it's like it's like saying that the the presence of God is is always God is everywhere he's omnipresent yeah. but it's something when you're experiencing an open heaven yeah God is absolutely everywhere. There's no place that He's not. Yet, when they dedicated the temple, His presence tangibly showed up to such an extent that the priest couldn't stand. He was already in the temple, but He revealed Himself. He manifested Himself. And it's that manifestation in those moments and those places when God chooses to manifest Himself that, that things begin to shift and things begin to change. Yeah. But there, there is a presence of God here. I got here. And we're feeling it right now. I'm feeling yeah. it. I'm feeling it. Yeah. It's, uh, how would you explain what you're feeling right now? <laughs> to me, it, it feels almost like an expectation. Mm -hmm. I can feel my, like my heart rate is just a little bit faster. There's like a, there's something bubbling up inside of my spirit. And it's just like, all right, what, where, where, when, how? You know, I'm just, I'm so ready and filled with expectation. And, and I love that as, as the, that presence increases, that, that moves for me, it moves me into the gift of faith. As I, as I sense that presence and as the presence increases, it actually, it's like it opens up the gift of faith inside of me. And I, just, I know anything, everything is possible. Yeah. Ah. And, and I just want to testify also, what I'm feeling is like, I'm feeling like a blanket right now. Wow. And it's like a small current going through, like current of electricity. Wow. 
it's like tingling yeah. all over my flesh. <laughs> That's how I'm, I'm feeling it right now. And this yeah. is recorded, but people watching this, while they're watching it, the rerun of this, a year from now, two years from now, can have the same experience that yeah. we're having right now. Yes. And I lo yeah. love to say that this is good TV. This is t <laughs> good TV is when God shows up and yeah. shows off yeah. and touch, do home visits through a camera like this one. Right. He comes and touches people in their home. Yeah. They're not here, but it's tangible and very much transferable. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure that you could tell hundreds of stories of testimonies of that happening. But I was just in Hong Kong about a month ago, and I had a young man that came up to me, was not a believer, had grown up and no concept of Christianity whatsoever, but he ended up with, uh, with life-threatening cancer. And he was desperate for anything, and somebody told him that God healed. And he'd heard about this church in Hong Kong that, that had seen miracles. So he goes on their website and starts watching their videos, and he sees this video of someone preaching on the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It just happened to be me, but he had no idea who I was, or I mean, he had no idea of who Christ was. But unbeliever watches the video, and he goes to sleep that night, and that night he has a dream. After watching a video that had been recorded almost a year before, and in the dream, he sees oil being poured out of a vessel over a Bible, mm -hmm. and, the, and then the oil pours through the Bible onto his head, yeah, yeah. and he begins to feel electricity, begins to feel the presence oh. of God while he's asleep, and he wakes himself up speaking in tongues. He can't stop for an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. He didn't know the Lord. Mm. He wakes himself up speaking in tongues. That's how he became a Christian. Wow. Through a video My God. recorded yeah, a yeah, year yeah, before. Yeah. year before. Because when God moves, Hallelujah. there is no time <laughs> when, no time. when <laughs> God begins to show himself. My so, God. Yeah, so some of you, um, get your expectation a little bit higher. Because if, if, if something is being released, it's available to you. Yeah. I mean, I'm soaked right now. <laughs> I am saturated. <laughs> I'm enveloped. Come on. I am. I love it. <laughs> and you, while, while you're speaking that testimony, which is a tremendous testimony, and people yeah. that are unbelievers watching right now potentially can step into the same experience yes. of what God did for that man yeah. through you. And uh, I just reminded, you know, you're from Texas. For mm -hmm. people that don't, don't know you, you're yeah. from some, some uh, outside Dallas. Yep, just north of Dallas. What's the place called? Frisco. Frisco. Yep. Yeah, and you're married. Married 22 years. 22 years. We've been married, yeah. Wow. An amazing wife. Yeah. Such a servant. She's. So you're a Texan? Well, I, I've been living in Texas. A, a Texan wouldn't consider me a Texan because okay. I haven't yeah. been there for very long. <laughs> I, I like Texas. Yeah. I, I like Texas. It, yeah. it's, a, it's a good place to live. There's a lot happening. It is. It is. And, you know, I lived in Texas. You know that, uh, San Antonio, Texas. And I have yeah. a testimony from there in just a second. Okay. But as you mentioned Texas, a lot of thing, good things is happening in Texas. I know we know Kansas, Kansas is a place where a lot of the prophetic movement got birthed or mm -hmm. the Moravian Falls and all, all that kind of stuff. But Texas, my experience of Texas was that there was a lot of prophets getting matured. Yeah. In Texas. Yeah. And a lot of, 
I, I, you know, what's your, what's your take on that? Well, what I've been noticing is how many prophetic ministries have been called to Texas. Uh, even in the last maybe 10 years, just a number of prophetic and power ministries, it's almost like there's been a gathering that's been going on where, where people have come from different places. People moved from Kansas City, from Colorado Springs, where the, the World Congress of Prayer was going on uh, during the 90s. There's such a move of God there. And, and coming to Texas with this expectation, um, but there, there was a word from one of the, the generals of the faith of another generation. If you've ever heard of Ruth Ward Heflin, or Mama Heflin, a lot of people called her, she, she pioneered some stuff in the presence of God that, oh boy, um, amazing woman of God. She, one of the last prophetic words that she ever gave was that God was gonna release a revival in Dallas, Texas, that it was gonna be marked with signs and wonders wow and that it would, it would spread throughout the U.S. and then over the borders in, into, into other countries, that there would be a, a, a signs and wonders movement. And I've been just pressing into and praying into that prophetic word, um, started some monthly gatherings just to begin to prepare people to, to be ready so that when God moves that we don't miss it. Because that, that, that's one of the things we we forget is that God can move and we can miss it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, we've actually got to be ready. I mean, Jesus is walking across the Sea of Galilee and the disciples are in the boat and it says he was going to pass them by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was just going to leave. They would have had this great story of having seen Jesus walk past their boat, but they wouldn't have had a personal encounter. But they began to cry out, oh God, don't pass us by, get into the boat. Yeah. And that, that's, that's the cry of my heart is God is doing something in the world right now and we just heard uh, uh, Shell Axel was talking about the, the, the move of God, the revival the that's happening. Yeah, yeah. And, and like 10,000 people a day coming to the Lord, especially in the Middle East. Yeah. Some, some people say there's 25,000 people a day coming to the Lord in China alone. Yeah. And you begin to add that with what's going on in the Middle East, and we are in the center of the greatest move of God the world has ever yeah, known, yeah, yeah. and it's happening all around us. But the problem is that sometimes we're so, we're in the tent of Abraham watching of all the, you know, unfruitfulness and, and, no, and nothing is happening, but God is calling his people out to watch the stars. Yes and yeah. see what he is doing and what's going to happen in the future as well, giving faith to people. Yeah, and, and to cry out, like, God, you're doing it there. Don't pass me by. Don't pass my city by. Don't pass my nation by. Don't, don't pass my church by. I, I, I want to see you move. Mm. Yeah. I was pastoring a church up in the Boston area in 2007, 2008. There started springing up in different places these, these like, uh, outpourings, if you will, of Holy Spirit, where God began to move in different places. And, and I, I watched a video of something that had happened in, uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina, where God began to move and they were given testimonies. In school, yeah. God shows up and wrecks the place, shuts the school down for all day. They just, they, they had turned it into a ministry center as the presence of God began to move. And it launched something that at that time, I think had been going for a week and a half, it just nonstop. They'd go back to school when the presence lifted and then he'd come again, they'd have to shut down school. 
and they have spontaneous prayer meetings and spontaneous worship circles. And I'm watching and hearing about what God was doing. And I went into the prayer room at our church and I just began to cry out with tears and groans. Oh God, don't pass this by. Do, do not pass this by. If you're going to move, move here. If you're going to... Yeah. You, I don't want to hear the stories. I want to be in the middle of the stories. I want to see you. Yeah. I want to touch you. I want to taste you. I, I, don't, I don't want to hear somebody else's story. I, I love to hear those stories, but I, 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 want, I want to have my own story of what God has done, that I saw his glory. I heard his voice. I touched him. I tasted him. Yeah. And, and as I began to cry, um, I, I felt this assurance that something was gonna happen. And over the, the next couple weeks, we had this outburst mm. of the power of God. And it wow. lasted for a couple months. Where in Dallas. Yeah, no, yeah. In, in Boston. In Boston. This I'm is sorry. when I was I'm passing yeah, up yeah, in yeah. Boston. Yeah. yeah. And, and we saw so many people. The, one of the first nights that we, we ended up having a full week worth of meetings every single night, because we did the first one. And so much happened. We're like, okay, let's just continue this. And so we, we went for a week. That first night, we had this young boy that had had asthma his whole life. And he's 10 or 11 years old at this point. And he comes into the meeting. He's got asthma. He gets prayed for. The asthma leaves. And, and it's like, okay, so you felt God touch you. I mean, he was getting back up off the floor, which a 10-year-old getting back off, up off the floor, that says something happened because they, you know, <laughs> that's not normal for a 10-year-old. Um, what, what couldn't you do? And he takes off running, runs out of the church and goes all the way around the building and run back, runs back in. And he runs in screaming, I can run, I can run. It was the first time he'd ever been able to wow. run without having to stop to be able to catch his breath. He, he was completely healed. And I could tell you a story. We had tumors disappearing off of people. We had somebody with MS that got completely healed before MRI with, with lesions on the brain. After MRI, no lesions on the brain, wow. medically documented, healed. Yeah. You know, we had a heart problem. You could name just miracle after miracle because I, I just, I would not let it go. Oh, God, you've got to, you got to, don't pass yeah. me by. Don't pass me by. Desperation, hunger. Yeah. 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 yeah, I yeah. want to live in that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, it's like I've, I've heard something, and I'm reminded of it when you speak. I'm, I've heard that there's a cry from a generation, where is the God of Elijah? Yeah. I mean, it's one generation crying, you know, noticing. It's the same yeah. story, remembering what yeah. God did for Elijah, the miracles. Yeah. And when the cry comes from Elisha, where is the God of Elijah? Yeah. It's a double portion yeah. coming. Yeah. And, and, and because I want what he had, and I want it now, and yeah. I want it more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Habakkuk. Mm -hmm. Habakkuk, the, his prayer, he, he goes, Lord, Lord, I've heard of your deeds. I've heard of your fame. What you've done in the past generations, would you renew them in our day? Would you do it now? Would you do it here? I mean, what, what you did, and, and I could look back, I mean, I, I studied the history of, of moves of God, and we, we could talk about the astounding miracles that happened during the heal, Healing Rain Revival that just blow your mind. And somebody with a, a tumor that literally was coming out of their body the size of, of, of an American football, 
like a rugby ball, <laughs> like that big and just completely disappears. Uh, people completely curled up from spinal bifida that, that get completely healed and run. Yeah. Like it just miracle, the astounding stuff yeah. that happened. Renew them in our day. Renew them in our day. I, yeah. I want to yeah. see that. I want to see that in my city. I want to see that in my family. And, and not, not for my sake, but because when that happens, there's no longer a question if there is God. No. Yeah. And, and we live in a world that people are questioning, well, I don't even know if God's real. I mean, this, I mean, it's, it's just, it's a crutch for the weak-minded, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, this yeah. whole religion thing. Yeah. But I, I've met God. <laughs> I know that he's real, but I want the people around me to have that same encounter because when they have that encounter they're gonna they're gonna come and their heart is gonna turn in worship when they see how beautiful he is they will be captivated with worship and he will receive the reward of his suffering because the reward of his suffering is a heart of flame with worship yeah it's amazing <laughs> you know uh, uh, what I'm thinking about I'm still in Texas <laughs> and I'm thinking I'm thinking about Tyler, Texas, you know, or right. the late R.W. Schambach. Yep. The spiritual son or a co-minister with A.A. Allen. Yep. He was like a singer before and a preacher yeah. in the faith clinics. Amazing and power. Amazing. And R.W. is telling the story, and I love that story. I heard it so many times. I've seen the videos of him telling the story of A.A. Allen stepping into visions. Sometimes when we look at A.A. Allen videos, we're thinking of, of that he goes to a stretcher, puts his hand, prays the prayer of faith. But what we don't see is that he moved very similar to uh, uh, William Branham in mm. visions. Wow. So A.A. Allen, or W. Schambach tells the story of how he gets a vision on the plane. Sitting on the platform, he's, get, he's wow. in the vision, not I had a vision. Right. He's in a vision and he's saying, I'm seeing this lady she's going in a car and she's going from that state to that state to that state and your license plate is this and you have a young child in the car i see you driving into this property where the tent is i see you coming out and you're carrying your child who has 26 major diseases and you're here right now and and RW is telling the story of how that lady, he knows, this, he knows the lady because that lady has asked him to, you know, when does the man of God pray for our prayer card or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and he can say, I cannot, he, I cannot force him to do anything, but we're praying, we believe in God that he will yeah. call your number or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so RW prays without shutting his eyes and watching how A. Allen takes the baby in his arm, walking with the, walking with the young man or the young, the young lad, boy, and he sees new eyeballs coming, swirls, new eyeballs. He hears every bone. That child is, you know, totally crippled. Yes. Deaf, dumb, no, blind, no, no, just white balls. Wow. He sees eyes coming. He hears the bones cracking out, everything just straightened out in the body. He hears that, you know, every miracle you can think about just happening to one child, 26 major, you know, infirmities, yeah. situations with the, children, with the child. And 
And that's happening through one vision. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, what, what, what I'm aiming at is that there is things in the history, like in the history of Elijah, that the generation, Elisha generation, needs to cry out, where yeah. is the God? Yes. It's, it's not in arrogance, it's not demanding, but it's right. like the, the kingdom suffering, suffering violence. Yeah. It's that, that we hunger, want, we, we're going to knock on that door until you open that door yeah. for us. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing in your saying, yeah. don't pass me by. It's not yeah. like, it's not, he's so sorry about me, don't pass me by, please. It's, yeah. it's more of a hunger, don't pass me by, yeah. I'm, I'm going to hold on to you until you bless yeah. me. Yeah, yeah I, I know yeah. his heart. I know God's heart, and God's heart is to give. God's heart is to move. God's heart is to restore. God's heart is to heal. So I'm not trying to convince him to do something that he doesn't want to do. I'm reminding him of what he said. I'm stepping into what Nehemiah did and what Daniel did and what Isaiah did and what Ezekiel did and the, the great heroes, what, what David did when, when he reminded God, you said, this is who you are. This is what you've done in the past. This is who you are. Do it again. This is you. And it's not trying to change his mind. It's pulling the attention of heaven because there's a heart that's desperate and a heart that's not desperate in a, in a poverty mindset of, well, I have nothing else. I just hope maybe I'll win the lottery and, you know, and God will see me. But, but a heart that is desperate knowing that I have no hope whatsoever other than His grace, but He's promised me His grace. And so I put no trust in anything other than His goodness, period. Yeah. Nothing else. But I trust His goodness. And I'm going to call out for it. I'm going to cry out for it. I'm going to go after it. Yeah. Uh, and what's, what's very, what, what I like with this conversation right now is that we're hearing your heart. Mm. We, we're, not, we're not following a protocol right now, <laughs> what we're going to talk about, but we're hearing yeah. your heart coming out on this yeah. broadcast right now. And yeah. what's, what's, what I like about it is that you have, if you, you have a fabulous track record already onto this point, but you're still hungry. I'm desperate. You're still yes. hungry. That's a testimony in itself. Yeah. So what are you hungry for? What are you aiming for in your personal life and ministry? Yeah. Boy, that's. I mean, and that's a scary question because you don't want to. You don't want to put yourself I mean, in that the box. Was, that's exactly what I was you thinking. Wanna, I don't want to limit right answer this. Is exceedingly I want it above. All. Exceedingly above is the right answer. I'm just kidding. But no, no, I know. Yeah, you know, I have been so captivated by how John Wimber would be in front of a crowd and say, come Holy Spirit, and thousands of people would go into personal encounters with God that would cause their faith to rise, and they would be empowered to go out. Yeah. What, what, what I'm hungry for is corporate encounters being released that causes the body of Christ to realize who they are and step into the fullness of what He, what he planned for them. So that, that has been something I've been pursuing because it was, you know, George Whitfield, he, he would go out into the fields and he would preach and he would warn people, hey, when I begin to preach, 
get out of the trees. Don't, yeah, 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 don't yeah, get yeah. up on the trees <laughs> to try to listen because I know you think you can get a better view if you get up on the trees, but people are going to fall out of trees and people wouldn't listen. And he would begin to preach and the power of God would begin to fall and you'd hear bodies hitting the ground as they fell out of the trees because the power of God would come. Yeah. There was one time where he was preaching and it was some of the royalty of England that were there. And one of, one of the, the ladies, a duchess, you know, very refined British royalty. <laughs> you can imagine just how, how refined and, and proper she would have been. And as he's talking about God, she just gets so overcome. She's like, George, just say it. What did he do? Because <laughs> she was so overcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the compulsion of the power of the proclamation overcame her and she couldn't help but cry out. You know, that, that you know, Mariah Woodworth Edder being in a meeting and, and having that trance come on her and it hits her and it hits everybody in the meeting and people start having visions of heaven and visions of hell and, and, and they come out with this hunger and longing for God. One time she's, she's driving down a train going through a town at a 30 mile radius around her. She's just yeah. in a train praying while she's going from one town to the next. Train doesn't even stop in this town. And people in the streets, they begin to fall over yeah. and they go into visions of heaven, they go into visions of hell. And when they come out of the trance, they run to the closest church what just happened to me? I've yeah, got to understand, because they knew that the church had the answer. Yeah. But I, I want that level. I, I yeah. want that level of corporate encounter that causes the body to wake up. That, that, that's what I'm desperate for. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I'm getting hungry just listening to you. <laughs> now I know what I'm hungry. <laughs> yes. John, it's been yeah. a pleasure. Time is running out yeah. right now. But for you that have been watching us, we have John E. Thomas from um, Min uh, Streams Ministries International with us here in, at Love Revival and you have just heard what his heart is burning for, what he's hungry for and what's on the menu for you my friend. So Come receive on. his touch, yeah. receive his grace and, and cry out for more because he will, will not pass you by. Jesus.